the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Midwest Girls. We've got Meg and Kylie here as usual and the addition of one more. My sister Leanne is joining us here again today. Hello, thanks to, for having me. Of course, <laughs> to share another part of her testimony because I think some people can tend to think that uh, when you're asked to give your testimony, it's very intimidating. Like, I got to give my whole life story. No, there's many different aspects of our life that can be different testimonies. Mm -hmm. yes. And our testimony is always changing. Mm -hmm. So there's something that Leanne um, really felt it was time for her to share today. Um, does, yeah. Do you want to go? or? Well, I was going to say our testimony, it's, it's just ever growing. It's never, you know, if we're living for Christ, our... It's not like, oh, well, that's how he saved me, and now that's it, and, and that's, that's my story. Like, yeah. It's just, you can always testify to the goodness of what he's doing in your life. Amen. Um, small things, big things, you know, and like my my story last time, um, as we were talking about, was the big move out here, and um, just, yeah. I think a, hel a sign of a healthy Christ Christian is, um, <laughs> a sign of a healthy Christian is constantly growing and so you'll see testimony after testimony because of that growth that you are you know what's happening in your life as you study more you know you you um, become closer to God and you start walking that you know with Jesus even closer and so I think that's where you and you know and events in your life but I think that's where you you see that testimony is ever continuing yes yeah. So, so the verse yeah. that we've been referencing as we're having people on to testify has been, we shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And as we were praying beforehand, I said, there's something supernaturally powerful, by obviously with the blood of the lamb, but also with the testimony that I'm not going to pretend to understand, mm -hmm. but it, it, it glorifies Christ because it's simply, what has he done in your life? Yeah. There's no disputing this. Yes. And it's, I, I just believe that there is there's spiritual power there that goes out into the world. So mm -hmm. that's right. Without being yeah. said, some of what we're sharing today might not be for younger ears, correct? Yeah. So if you do have little ones around, I mean we're not gonna it's nothing too graphic, but it there are going to be some things discussed today that you might not want your younger ones hearing. Yeah. Relative mm -hmm. to the difficulties we see in our culture today, um, it's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it because how you guys have really been sharing your hearts just as Kylie being a youth pastor and mom and being a mother myself, raising unashamed kids, you know, that is a big part of 
where I am too as a mother and just seeing um, troubled youth, yes. you know, in our, in our schools and just a, that's a small percentage of what's really happening in the world around yeah. us. So I was really inspired um, to just speak out the, the life-changing moment where Jesus really captivated my soul and became really truly real to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's a big part of, well, that's my testimony. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, keep going. That's still on, right? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, the screen went The green light's on. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, just when I was, um, it was about, let's see here. 2010, no, Emma was born in 2010. Well, okay, in 2013, I got rebaptized. Um, I was brought up as a Christian in a Christian home, very loving Christian home. Um, went to church. Um, I got baptized when I was a kid. I think I was like 10 or 11 then at the time too, and I've always loved, always loved the Lord. Um, but I think you've said it before too, like where you, it's your parents' faith, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not really your own personal walk yet. I think that's kind of what it was like for me being younger. I never doubted mm-hmm. my love and trust in the Lord, but you know, when he really gets a hold of you and changes and changes you mm-hmm. and you, and that's so real and tangible mm-hmm. because it's just as real as you and me, um, it you don't really get that yeah. until that happens. So right. that's something I pray over the kids. Like I, and that's learning. That's them learning in general. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have to just. Good. They have to learn by seeing, by doing. Mm-hmm. So I pray over them a lot, and my nieces and my nephews, mm-hmm. that they would take that the Holy Spirit would be that Jesus would reveal to Himself to them in such a real way that their faith, my, you know, it is their faith. I'm not trying to discredit that but that it is theirs, that they make it their own one day, mm, yes. that they have that moment where yes. they ch- absolutely know without a doubt that's their choice. Yeah. Yes. Like if you weren't there, they would still go. Yes. 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 And I, I see all the trajectory that my kids are on that path, you know, but it's just, I don't know. We just have to keep speaking to them and um, making sure that they know that, this this is for real, you yeah. know. Jesus be, is for real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to say that other yeah. than being testify. diligent. Yeah, mm-hmm. being diligent. Being diligent, but loving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so anyhow, I was I was raised in a Christian home, baptized. Um, but I I rededicated my life in 2012 when I finally came to grips with being honest with myself about um, something that happened to me when I was a young kid, and I didn't understand it at the time. Um, so. When I was in second grade, seven years old, I was molested by a childhood friend and I didn't know at the time anything about that, but it really confused me. Like I knew that there was something not right about this, Mm -hmm. but being really little, I didn't know really what to say. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't, I felt like maybe I couldn't say anything to my parents because I felt like it's, it, I knew it wasn't right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt ashamed even at that mm-hmm. little age. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, because this friend of mine was the same age as me. Mm -hmm. I have to believe that something was done to her too, because at that age, you really don't know. How would you know? You really wouldn't know. And honestly, and that's not to say today, kids today could know that, but you know, I grew grew up in the nineties. Um, internet access was not easy, you know, stuff like that, but she was raised in a really good family too. Mm -hmm. So it's not like she was in a bad situation or anything like that. So that's, that's why I also felt like it's just very strange. So it was a close childhood friend and, um, I just remember feeling so ashamed because I'm like, this isn't right. Like I know the Bible, you know, I know how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a man and a woman. And you know, she's a girl and it really, it really wrecked me, honestly. And I didn't know it until I got a lot older Yeah, mm-hmm. and was honest with myself. Like I thought that I was the one that was dirty and wrong and that that was separating me from God in a way because I felt like shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you were worship director at the time when I finally came to grips with it. And I remember looking at the people around church and being like, oh, they must be really good Christians. God must love them more than me because why would he want to have anything to do with me? I felt shameful because this went on for a few years the the relationship I guess you could call it that even though that's not really what it was it was just a mess honestly I think today kids would call it almost like experimenting yeah that's so sad but I was never I was never welcome to it mm-hmm. I never wanted that mm-hmm. and um if I may interject yes yeah. I you know we all were friends growing up yeah. And I remember you guys would get really mad at each other Yeah. to the point where I remember I would go to mom and be like, man, they really are mad at each other. Yeah. And looking back now, knowing what I know, yeah. like there was a reason for that. Yeah. We also grew apart yes. as friendships because I, I wanted to, I didn't want to have anything more to do with well, sure. that friendship and mm-hmm. I just wanted it to all go away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say that probably was in second grade we stopped really being friends around like fifth grade so it was a few years I remember that yeah and I was just like no I don't want and I feel like I even so I'm kind of I'm jumping all around so try to follow me but you're doing fine yeah I remember even like I I always had a crush on boys right so like I feel like even at second grade I had crushes on boys Mm -hmm. okay and I was just like oh he's so cute you know and whatever but I think that because that happened it really did arouse feelings at a young age even if it wasn't you know it certain feelings that really kids shouldn't experience at that age so anywho yeah where you're not your brain's not made for that yet yeah but later on I remember feeling like well I, I you know I was a little boy crazy and I don't know if that has anything to do with that but I just remember being like yeah boys <laughs> so Anywho, I remember feeling like that, and I just remember thinking, why would God want to have anything to do with me? And I, I felt this very strong internal struggle when I was like, no, Leanne, like, you need to really look at your past and why, 
why would you feel like that? I think you told me we're, we were on the phone, I think. Mm -hmm. And you were like, no, there's, there's nothing that you could do that would separate the love of God mm -hmm. from you. Mm -hmm. Romans. So, mm -hmm. and it was really, it was really with Emma being born. I can't remember if Hannah was born at the same time too, but no, no, Emma was just a baby and I was driving home. I think we had just finished spending time with you guys going to church and, um, I just kind of heard her babbling in the back as I'm driving home and really wrestling with these feelings in my heart. And I was like, oh God, how do I protect her from something like that happening to her? Like my parents had no clue. And I, I remember telling myself, this is a secret I will take to my grave because I was so afraid. That's exactly what you said to me on the phone. I did. I said, I will take this secret to my grave because I'm so ashamed of it. And we were good families, you know, and I just, I didn't want to share that with my parents. How can I guarantee that my daughter won't go through that and hide that from me? And that's when God really got a hold of me and was like, Leanne, you can't protect her, but I can't. Only through prayer, testifying, and being real with where you're at right now. You need to call it out. You need to call this for what it is. And I'm like, you're right, God. It was abuse. It was abuse because I didn't want it. And that's when I called and I confessed it to Meg that that happened to me. You were shocked. I, well, I had you no had, idea. You had no clue that that happened. Well, it would be extreme, even more shocking because you were also involved in that friendship too. Yes. yes. Like you were around. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, she called me and um, I remember you were sobbing hysterically. Yeah. And I was worried with you driving, like what on earth is going on? And you even said to me, Megan... I thought I would take this to my grave. So then I'm like, what on earth is she about to tell me? Yeah. And when you told me, yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. Because I, I had no, I had no suspicions even. You had, you hid everything. Yeah, I did. You hid everything. Yep. And, and I'm married and with, with you children or sorry. Yeah. Stepmom and yeah. my, my baby. And I, I just, that little, well, Hold on, let's not call it little, <laughs> but something that seemed to me when I was little insignificant actually set me up as st stumbles along in my, in my adult life, mm -hmm. in my youth, growing up in college, stuff like that. Not that, you know, I never, I would never have ever said that I was gay or anything like that. Cause I wasn't, I was always, you know, in a relationship with guys, I had boyfriends and stuff like that, but I just... I don't know why I was really going that way, but I guess I just... Well, to, for that to have happened to you from a girl... Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would that would stir confusion in anyone. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was... It, I think it was just that confusion, but I knew. I knew that it wasn't right, and mm -hmm. I knew that that's not how I'm going to be because I can control it, mm -hmm. you know? And to a certain extent, I could, but that's just... Like, sexual sin is sexual sin. It... It can just hit you in different ways and it causes you to stumble. So anyhow, I just, I, I remember God just being like, you need to call it out. You need to shed light on it. 
And I actually have uh, scripture to back that up. Um, so, you know, it's not just my word, it's God's word that is our sword. Okay, so it's 1 John 1, 1 through 10, especially verse 9. So it's, we proclaim to you the one who existed from the beginning, whom we have heard and seen. We saw him with our own eyes and touched him with our own hands. He is the word of life. This one who is life itself was revealed to us and we have seen him. And now we testify and proclaim to you that he is the one who is eternal life. He was with the father and then he was revealed to us, Jesus. We proclaim to you what we ourselves have actually seen and heard so that you may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the father and with his son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that you may fully share our joy. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is light and there is no darkness in him at all. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we claim we have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But... If we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Mm. Amen. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. Mm. So when I confessed that darkness in my, in my life, because I think that's really what the internal struggle in my heart was, is that light and darkness was trying to dwell there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, no, I know who you are. I know that I believe it, mm-hmm. but I want it, God. Yeah. I want it. I want to be fully free, free of this. And when I shed light on it, it was like, it was just like instant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a huge weight lifted off my shoulders. And all of a sudden it didn't seem so bad mm-hmm. to talk about. Mm-hmm. That's what Satan does though. He warps and he twists and mm-hmm. he makes you feel so ashamed and isolated and alone that he fools you into thinking Mm -hmm. there's no way I could ever be free of this. Yeah. And simply speaking the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. and shedding, like you said, it was an instant lightening. I would Mm -hmm. love to someday if in heaven we are allowed to go back and say, play that for me. I would love to spiritually see what happened in that car Mm -hmm. when you were like, boom, I was on the, on the other end. Like, yeah. What are you telling me right now? Yeah. And like, it would have been pretty awesome. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I, you should keep going. I don't want to take like over. that book. That's this present darkness. When you actually see the story of yes. the angels oh, and yeah. demons Into like, the present, fighting. Yeah. I love that book. Mm-hmm. Like if you could see the spiritual battle that was happening at that time, there's like three of those. I felt like Ted Decker's got a lot. I felt like there was a definite like de-shackling. Yeah. It's like, nope, Satan, you don't have this over me anymore. And it was. And it was almost, it was like, it truly was like a battle because you were very conflicted and emotional. Yeah. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I see that as Satan's, he knew he was losing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he wants you to keep it inside. Yeah. Yeah. He knew he was about to lose you. You had been in worship that day looking around and he dared to even make you feel less than the Christians around you. Yeah. But Jesus, the Holy Spirit, spoke to you in that moment through a child, Emma. Yeah. You know, and just, it is, it's really quite astounding. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that that whole chapter, it, that's really all it is, First John 1, 1 through 10, that's the whole chapter, mm-hmm. really speaks to that. Just 
God is light and there is no darkness in him. We are lying. And I'm like, God, I'm not a liar. Mm-mm. If we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness, like I, I need to be, I need to really be real with you and myself and yeah. call it for what it is and just be, be rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm so thankful. Jesus, I give you all the glory for this and the change in my life. Um, I, I recognized a definite change in my life in that moment. Um, I think others did too. I oh, really, I, did. I, I was like, God, I, I, I live, I'm all for you. And I, I got baptized and really started understanding, like, it's so important for my children and my family to be in church. And I went and got plugged in with a church where we lived. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I just, I think because I have such a mother's heart and now I work in the schools and I, I love a lot of these kids that I'm getting to know and you have a very gentle spirit. Mm-hmm. I just see I just see children being children and you know, you, you recognize the culture that you're living in now and you see these agendas mm-hmm. just unraveling and you guys talked about identity mm-hmm. and that what is Satan attacking so much right now is people's identity gender children call it what it is children at identity i'm like you know what satan you did that to me mm-hmm. but i i'm here to tell you right now that if you're a young kid and you have maybe experienced something similar that somebody maybe did something to you and it made you feel uncomfortable it is not I trying to say it wasn't okay it was not First okay, off, it wasn't okay. You're, you're not wrong yeah you're not wrong for not feeling right about that mm-hmm. the culture and the world is trying to tell you you know you might be this way you might be the wrong gender you might be gay you might be bi I'm here to tell you it's that a lie. it is a lie mm-hmm. God made you he does not make mistakes sorry probably jiggling the whole okay. thing doing that <laughs> sorry. he does not make mistakes and if you ever feel like, no, I, this is making me uncomfortable, please reach out to any one of us or just someone. You can, yeah. you a trust. trusted, a trusted adult, a trusted adult. You know, I got to talk to this with mom and dad too, and they were just as shocked, you know, how couldn't they be? This is their child that I went through that. And, um, mom was like, I think, I think she said once, like, Leanne, I'm sorry if I never heard you, if you ever tried to talk to me about this. And I think I might have at one point, but I was really young and I didn't really know how to how communicate to say it. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, she asked for me for forgiveness of that. And I said, of course, mom, like, you know, I was ashamed. I didn't really want to talk about it. And so when, if anything ever did come up, I probably just acted like, well, this is stupid. You know, I don't want to talk about it. Um, talk to a trusted adult and don't be afraid. And if they don't understand, just keep saying it because it's, it can, I think as adults, we can be like, oh, well, you don't know if these kids are really saying what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Don't give up. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't give up on feeling like I'm not right. I'm not okay with this. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not the victim of abuse, Mm -hmm. um, say, I think in this culture, so much more of this is, uh, confusion of the mind. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know abuse happens. It's, I think that sexual sin is rampant these days. Mm-hmm. So I'm not downplaying that at all. That's yeah. what Leanne is speaking to. But, uh, TikTok has, is 
probably the number one perpetuator of gender ideology and everything else and everything else <laughs> yes so, much so if you are on tiktok and it's got you all um confused in your thoughts god is not the author of confusion and what leanne is saying here is true you are not a mistake you were not born with the wrong parts or the wrong gender god made you in his image and has purpose for you and what she is saying here is don't give don't give Satan more of a foothold in your mm-hmm. life. Stop it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just even if you don't, maybe you don't even believe, but you feel that this isn't something that you feel is right. Like don't, don't downplay it and don't accept that just because the culture is saying that this is how I could be or I should be. Mm-hmm. Don't just, don't just believe it. Call on the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. He is the way and the truth and will truly show you the way. Shows yeah. you to true joy and happiness. Like I've never... I never thought I could experience such joy and freedom mm-hmm. that knowing like what I had, I had went through and feeling so ashamed and, and dirty and disgusting. I don't know how else to say it. Um such true joy the true joy and peace and calm that comes from knowing jesus that he did it all mm-hmm. for us and that's what satan does he makes you feel disgusting mm-hmm. and god doesn't see us that way he sees us as the loved and redeemed and worth dying for yeah. and if, if you feel that way about yourself then you you need freed yeah. Mm-hmm. You need freed from the sit from the shackles of Satan. Mm-hmm. And only Jesus can do that. Yeah. 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 In Ephesians it talks about how we are chosen before the world was even formed. Mm-hmm. He already knew us then, before even our parents thought about having kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it's just it act it's it's hard to comprehend, but when you really think about it, that's just how loved you are and yes. how he had has had this purpose for you even before the foundations of the earth mm-hmm. and um for him to want you to be a part of his plan is very very humbling and very very um comforting and knowing that he loves you yes it, because it, he wouldn't if he didn't love you he wouldn't have given you a path Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. He wouldn't have put you here, right. but he does love you. He's loved you before the foundations were set, and you can see that in so many um, scripture scriptures in the Bible. And another thing is, Satan is using culture more and more these days to get his foothold. And so these trends that are happening. That's what they are. They're trends. Don't do anything that you're going to regret just because you want to be liked or you want to be, um, you know, different in that way. Yeah. The way to be different is to stand on the word of God and to stand for (laughs) truth. Yes. That's the only way to be different in this culture. That's the only way to really make, um, make a footprint Jesus and I would is add, the ultimate counterculture. Yes. yes. And I would, I would add to that, you can try these other ways, but the only one that's going to give you eternal satisfaction, yeah. peace, and joy is Jesus. Is Jesus. Jesus. Mm-hmm. All he, these, 
Yes. All these other wells that we tap, I, I, I think of Jesus saying, I am living water. Mm-hmm. Like we can tap into the well of being gay or this, I, this fad or this or that and think that's going to bring me eternal satisfaction. But it will not. Mm-hmm. It will run dry. We will will fi- be, you'll find it's very shallow. It's very well. shallow. A temporary satisfaction. But yes. Jesus, it is, I mean, I've been, same as Leanne, I've been a Christian most of my life and Kylie. Um, and I'm still learning. I am still like, I mean, what I was five years ago is not at all who I am today. That's right. And this could also be speaking to people, (laughs) to somebody who could be living in a lifestyle like this right now, you know, and you might think, well, I'm, you know, I'm just in it too deep and, you know, I don't want to coming back. There's no coming back or, you know, why would I, you know, why would I give up my lifestyle, you know, and I will say just side note that there are churches and doctrines that are saying that you can be, um, you can be, what am I trying you to say? You can live that lifestyle and be okay. You can live that lifestyle and be okay. But, and that might be true to some extent, but it's like we would just said, it's, you're not going to have that true fulfillment mm-hmm. of because you're God choosing that you. sin over and over again. Yes. Yes. I so don't... what I'm trying to say in a nutshell is that you won't, you won't know until you truly lay it all out and ask God to take it away from you and, and repent. Mm-hmm. We're talking repentance here. Mm-hmm. That you turn away. Because what you're choosing, that's what I'm trying to say. What you're choosing is that my way is right and mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. God's way is right. Mm-hmm. I think... I think... God still, you know, I know God still loves you no matter what, but I think there's people who are proclaiming Christians and, um, you know, choosing this lifestyle and they think it's okay, but it's, I do believe that there could be some that are truly saved, but when you choose the sin over and over again, that is still a sin and it still is hurting your walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another, it's a, it's a visible sin that, um, everybody else can see. So it's easy to pinpoint, but you know, everybody struggles with, you know, internal sin, sin and sin. Sin, sin, sin. There are, you know, people who struggle with this, who choose to be celibate because they want their, rela- that to overcome that sin. And that's yes. how Jesus has led them to overcome it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's in Romans where Paul speaks, speaks about that specifically. I could be wrong, but I think it is Romans because that's all about just coming and de- dealing with our sin and, mm-hmm. you know, walking the path, but it's not abusing the grace mm-hmm. that yeah. Jesus died for you. And we're supposed to die to ourselves mm-hmm. when we follow him. You know, it's not like I want to have this my way. And then I'll just kind of like, you know, do all the things. It's true. Exactly what, exactly how you said it perfectly, Kylie. Yeah. It costs us something Mm -hmm. at the beginning. We feel like we're giving up something dear, a a sin that we want. Yeah. But in the end, we realize that to hold on to it is costing us more. Mm -hmm. That Jesus is the one that can only, he, he makes that desire go away and it might take time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like keep going, keep going, keep going after the Lord. Mm -hmm. Just, he's not, he's not maybe have a real, have a real moment with yourself. Be like, did something happen to me that Mm -hmm. caused me to have a, a, 
you know, an issue. Or yeah. maybe you can pinpoint a time in your life where something happened. Call it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. it for what it is. And, you know, maybe not. But I just, I really hope that I'm speaking to somebody here. Because this is a really big topic in our in our world today. And yeah. um, this over-sexualizing of children, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, the gay agenda or not, is so evil. Yes, it is. Because when I hear you saying that that happened to you at seven, and even you knew Christ, and you and by His goodness, you never let go. Yeah. And, and ultimately, He brought you. He it, it, there was purpose That's in right. the pain. That's right. For, to testify. Yes. To, to testify. Be here. <laughs> but my like my point is, we have got to start speaking out against this culture mm-hmm. because listen to how it affected Leanne. Mm-hmm. How on earth can we as Christians stand by when this culture is is intentionally confusing our children, mm-hmm. butchering our children? Mm-hmm. I have not I I honestly had you told me five years ago even that this was gonna happen, I I'm not sure I would have believed you because it is so evil. Mm-hmm. And I you can call me what you want for calling it what a spade a spade. It is evil. Mm-hmm. It is straight from the pits of hell. Mm-hmm. And that, that should be nowhere near our kids. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it really stems from the original uh, deception when Satan said, did God really say that? Yeah. And he mm-hmm. puts that in your head like, did he really yeah. say that you would not have mm-hmm. a good life yeah. if you didn't pursue this? Yeah. Or just the sexual sin, like you were saying, like it's just... There's just, this culture is making everybody want to be their own God. Yes. And they won't, and part of that is seeing how kids and adults, sadly, nobody wants to own up to anything Mm -hmm. that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, They want to blame it on something else. Like today, I was so annoyed. I texted the girls that that a a fifth grader had on, um, blame it on my Zodiac. (laughs) So the sign that her Zodiac is... Is the cause of all the reasons why she might act a certain way. And what was my response? You said, um, "Stupid Satan." Stupid Satan. I couldn't, stupid remember, Satan I knew, I couldn't remember exactly what yeah. you said. Like, how dare you, Satan? She's so young. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Yeah, that's yeah. a child. Yeah, I really meant it. Yes. Yeah, it's so true. Zodiac. You know the the sexualization of everything. It's just so rampant. Yeah, and he really I, like Satan's just like out. And we know that this is what's happening in, mm-hmm. you know, this time. And, mm-hmm. man. It just makes me wonder. I'm like, how close are we really yep. to the end times? It's got to be. I, I believe my heart has got to be soon. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, this is just a reminder. Like, like we are supposed to be ready at any moment. That's right. And <laughs> I know every generation has had a moment probably like this. But nothing has been... I don't know, so accurate scripturally, so I, I feel like just demonically infested I as feel, the culture yes. today. I feel today what the big difference is that when it, guys help me with, I, with the reference, but what is wrong would be called right, and what is right will be called mm-hmm. wrong, and that is exactly what What's is happening. It's mm-hmm. upside down. As yep. in the days of Noah? As yes, in the days as of in Noah. the days of Noah. Yep. Oh, I'm saying it really, <laughs> and really all of it stems down to just knowing that our salvation is in God by faith, is in Jesus by faith. Mm-hmm. And this verse was my verse of the day yesterday. Um, 
Hebrews 11:6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Mm-hmm. Seek, sincerely seek him. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things will be added unto you. We have to seek him first. We have to know that our only hope and our salvation is in Jesus Christ alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's impossible to please God without faith. Mm-hmm. You have to have faith. You want to be pleasing to the Lord? Have faith in him. He can mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. He can do it. He can turn things around. Mm-hmm. You have to have faith. To see you, you know, and I've been, you know, by by God's grace, I haven't had something like that in my life. My, my faith has been, I came to Jesus very young and... I, I've always loved him and I've had difficulties, don't get me wrong. But to see you, Leanne, and be a firsthand witness to what how radically Jesus saved you. Not that you know what I mean, like you've always believed. Yeah. But there was a distinct change in you. And you would call me, it wasn't even just about that. You would call me, say, about something in your marriage or things like that. And I was always like, Man, she's got real faith. Yeah. And like it would it the transformation, I mean, all glory to God, it has bolstered my faith in times where I needed it. Yep. Well, we encourage and spur one another on. Mm -hmm. Yep. So all glory to you, all glory to you, Jesus. It's all for you. This is your story. We're just vessels Mm -hmm. and we're just trying to be a light in the, a voice shouting in the wilderness even. Mm -hmm. I've been reading in Luke as well. So (sighs) it's time to be bold guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's time. Amen. Yeah. Always oh, time. It's bold in love. Yeah. Bold. Truth in love. Mm-hmm. So. Grace in grace. Yeah. Enough. And exact. Like I was saying here. Let's just say this too. None of what I was talking about is condemnation. Mm-mm. Nothing like that. Nothing but love mm-hmm. and sincere care. Um, Even towards the person who did this to you. Yeah. You have not harbored bitterness. No. I mean, that's what Jesus does. He takes. He takes it all because he did it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's good. <laughs> it's good. That's good. It's good stuff today. <laughs> that's good. You did great. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what to say now. I don't really. Either. <laughs> I know we can say praise God. Yes, we can say praise yeah. God. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's we just thank you for sharing this. And I know it's going to touch people. And um, just that's the power of the testimony. And I'm just very thankful you came on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And happy to do it. Yeah. Please I knew share that this. it was a part. I knew that it was something that I always wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't really afraid to. I think you guys said that in like one of the last podcasts. Um, but I just knew that it had to be the right timing. Oh, yeah. And it was, I just <laughs> felt like, yep. It's time, Leanne. It's yeah. time to talk about it. God's saying it's time to do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for following his prompting. Yes. <laughs> uh, guys, please share this with people. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like this is a message that needs to be shared and out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, give us a like or a comment. What else? Five star review. Five star review. <laughs> I don't know. Have an end reel that hits everything if we forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. <laughs> But yeah, just thank you so much. Um, actually, we, we unless something happens, we will have another testimonial 
um, next week as well, since this mm-hmm. is actually going out today. Super. So cool. then we'll have another testimony that we're recording Friday for okay. next week. So it's exciting that we have um, a couple of testimonies to line, lined up before we head into our holiday break. Yeah, it. and we're going to have our holiday podcast coming up, but keep sending in your holiday stories, blessings. This Thanksgiving, I keep saying holiday because I mean really any holiday, but think Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So we just want to kind of, I don't know, I think just we have should, fun. Maybe we should sit down with cookies on that yes. one. <laughs> have a And ugly hat. Christmas sweaters. Yes. I had kids today in the bedroom <laughs> dancing to Christmas music. Yeah. They're like, it's Christmas. They're like, November, November. <laughs> November first. <laughs> hey, Penny Close. should be at this point. Yeah, well, thank you guys too. Thank you very much. Well, guys, we'll be back next week, and um, yeah, we love you all, and uh, we pray that God blesses you. Yes. Amen. 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 I meant to say, see ya. <laughs> see ya. See ya. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 6-8. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all all the glory for this platform. And we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless y'all. In remote Uganda, 911 doesn't exist. When someone needs emergency medical attention in the U.S., help is just one phone call away. But in remote regions in Uganda, there's no such thing as 911. When children in these villages become critically ill because of malnourishment or infections like malaria, HIV, and tuberculosis, their parents feel desperate, paralyzed by their lack of medical resources. This is where Love One steps in to help. At Love One, we want parents to know that treatment is available no matter how sick their child and how hopeless the situation may seem. I have had the honor to serve on the Love One International team of ambassadors for my second year in a row. Part of my duties are fundraising and raising awareness for this beautiful and God-glorifying organization. If you want to change a child's life, click on the link in our bio and donate to Love One International. Or you could go to the Love One merch store and use the coupon code KYLIE in all caps to not only be able to donate to this organization, but also to receive a 10% discount towards your order. That is KYLIE, all caps, at the Love One International merch store.